1: What's up, students, man? So I hope you're doing well. And let me just tell you about last night, man. Last night was our first student night back. It was amazing, man. I had like 150 people in the room. It was awesome. And uh, man, it was so good. And next Wednesday night is our first student night back where it's just high school, 9th through 12th grade. Man, come out to the WAPAC, worship with us, man. It's It was just so good to be back. And I can't wait for next week. You're going to see later on on Instagram today what we're going to be starting. And uh, man, cannot wait to do that with you. But today, we just finished Proverbs yesterday. And man, we've believe that getting in the word on a daily basis is so important, that walking with Jesus in his word every day is such a vital part of living the Christian life, and we want to help you do that. And so uh, I saw Miss Savannah Stainback shout out last night. I hope I said your last name right. I saw her last night, and I know she's a faithful podcast listener, and so I said, hey, I said, what should we do? I said, I have an idea in mind of where to go, but I said, what do you want? And she said, let's do the minor prophets, which totally threw me off guard, but that's what we're going to do. And so we're going to start in the minor prophets today and we're going to take a right through them. So here's some things that you need to know. We're actually not going to start like reading the Bible yet. We're going to start that tomorrow with Hosea chapter one, but I think it's important that we understand who the prophets were and what they were actually doing. Okay. So the prophets in the Bible, you think about like Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel, guys like that. And then you get to the minor prophets and minor does not mean that they're like less important. Right, it's not means that like Isaiah is more important than Hosea, or that Jeremiah is more important than Obadiah. Like literally, minor just means that they're shorter, right? So uh, Isaiah is like like a ton of chapters. I, I should have looked before I did this, but like sixty plus chapters, and then Hosea is like eight chapters, right? Or maybe a little more than that. But there's there's some minor prophets that are just two, three, four chapters long that aren't long at all. So minor prophets has nothing to do with the importance of the book still important, still inspired by God, still just as much God's word as Romans or Jeremiah or Exodus, whatever, but it's just shorter in nature. And what you have in the minor prophets is these prophets who are speaking to the people on behalf of God. Y- you can imagine that God is using these prophets as a mouthpiece to declare his word. And-, and generally the prophets were doing three things and and shout out to the Bible project guys for kind of, kind of guiding me in this a little bit. I knew, uh, I- I knew this, but I was like, man, let's just kind of re, I need to refresh myself on who the minor prophets were and what they were doing as well, because it's always good to be refreshing. But they were really doing three things. Um, The the first thing that they were doing was they were accusing Israel for not living up to the covenant standards that God laid out for them. You see, when God brought his people out of Egypt, when God saved them, and then on Mount Sinai, he gives them the law, basically God is saying, look, you're my people, but you're not my people to just live however you want, right? You're, you're not my people just to be careful. Carefree and do whatever you want to do. No, you, you have a law that you are going to follow. As my people, you're gonna live a certain way, right? And and what you see in the law laid out in Leviticus and, and in Deuteronomy, what you see is that God has what we call covenant blessings and covenant curses. That if you follow God's word, blessings will ensue on your life. But if you don't follow God's word, then He's a loving father for us and He's going to get us back in shape, right? Just like your parents would not be good parents if you disobeyed them and they never punished you, right? Because then you'd just be doing whatever you want. No, they're your parents and they love you. So they punish you because they love you. It's exactly what God is laying out in the law. And so what the prophets were looking at is Israel is supposed to be this nation that's pursuing justice, that's you know a voice for the voiceless. They're fighting for the oppressed, all these things. But yet the prophets look at the nation of Israel and the nation of Israel is not living up to the covenant standards that God has set before them. So the prophets are voicing this and saying, guys, you're not living up to what God has laid out for you. So that's the first thing. They're, they're accusing Israel for not living up to the covenant standards that God laid out for them. The, the second thing that they're doing is they're calling Israel to repent, right? What what does the word repent mean? It means to turn from. So this is pretty simple. They're saying, look, you're not living up to this covenant standard. You're, you're not living up to the standard that God has set for you. So repent from that. Turn from that and begin to follow God again. Begin to pursue what God has for you in his word. And it's amazing that God would even invite that, right? That he's inviting them to repent. But finally, the third thing is there are some announced consequences. The one phrase we're going to see a lot in the prophets is this idea of the day of the Lord the day of the Lord, where the prophets are telling them that this day of the Lord is coming. And for those who are living for the kingdom, for those who are living for God, following his covenant, believing and trusting in him, the day of the Lord is a miraculous day. It is a day of hope. It is a day of salvation. It is a day of rejoicing. It's an amazing day. But for those who are not, Whether that's Israelites who are not following the covenant that God has for them, or whether that's surrounding nations that are a threat to the Israelites, the day of the Lord signifies judgment, and it's the day that God is going to set apart his people and condemn those who have been unrighteous and condemn those who are not following and have not placed their faith in him. So that's kind of the three things. They're accusing Israel of not following the covenant. They're calling them to repent, and they're doing all this because the day of the Lord is coming. And for those that hope in Christ, for those that hope in God is is a wonderful day, but for those who have been in rebellion against God, it is a day of judgment. And so what I want us to see, and it's amazing. We're going to go through these books. We're going to go through Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Twelve minor prophets. So we'll be here for a while. But twelve minor prophets, we're going to go through chapter by chapter, read the chapters with us, and, and notice these three things. How they're calling Israel out for not obeying God. There's a call to repent. But ultimately there is hope embedded in all of these books. That God is not going to abandon his people, but we know he is going to redeem his people. He's going to send his son, who's going to take on our sin, who's going to live up to the covenant the way that you and I could never do it so that we can place our faith in Jesus and receive the righteousness of Christ. So I'm excited for the Minor Prophets. I cannot wait. I love you. Let's get in Hosea chapter 1 tomorrow.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock.